the podcast from First Lutheran Church in Columbia Heights, Minnesota. During the season of Lent, we are reading through the entire Gospel of Luke. Each day, you will hear a portion of the Gospel, followed by a brief meditation and a prayer. Subscribe to receive this podcast daily. Thank you for joining us. Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 21. The birth of Jesus. In those days, a decree went out from the Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered in a census. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their hometowns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged, and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in bands of cloth, and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flocks by night. And then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find the child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heavens and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told to them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it has been told them. After eight days had passed, it was time to circumcise the child, and he was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The story of the birth of Jesus is often read Christmas Eve. It's a story we know well. A baby and his mother can't find a place to be born. So he ends up being born in a barn. And in this story, oftentimes the person who is most blamed that Jesus ends up in a barn is the innkeeper. The innkeeper who stands there with rooms filled and tells a pregnant woman she can't stay inside. I get it. It's relatably frustrating. 
How many of us have waited in a hotel lobby and asked to find a place to lay our heads after a long day on the road, only to be told by the hotel clerk, there's no room. There's no spots at this hotel. Now, you can blame Joseph or Mary for not planning ahead, but remember, there's no internet, there's no email, there are no phones. On top of that, we have to remember why they're in Bethlehem at the first place. Emperor Augustus is living in Rome. He's a general. He has absolute control of the entire government. And recently, Emperor Augustus had captured Jerusalem. He had sent armies into Judea, where Mary and Joseph live, and captured the entire country. The reason why Emperor Augustus is calling for a census is because he wants to know how many people live there so that he can tax his captured new country. He's calling a census to tax people that he has just conquered in battle. And Emperor Augustus doesn't offer an exemption for pregnant women. He doesn't say, Joseph, you can go back to your hometown and register for the census and just put down, you have a wife and an expecting child. Because Emperor Augustus does not care about families. He does not care about the Jewish people. He does not care about pregnant mothers. He just wants to know how much taxes he can collect. So he forces a pregnant woman and her new husband to travel days on a donkey. And when they finally arrive there, people from every generation of this small town of Bethlehem have also come back. So of course the inns are overrun. Of course the hotels are overfilled. Because it's a small town. This is not a tourist destination. This is a small town. Imagine everyone that grew up in your small town coming home to sign up for taxes. Not filling out a W-2, but literally traveling home for the weekends. Of course there's going to be no room in the inn. And I'm guessing that Mary wasn't the only pregnant person that had made that trip. It is a tragedy that Mary had this baby in a barn. But it was a preventable tragedy. You see, one of the occasions of Jesus' birth, and one of the things I think that most shaped his lives, is being a person who was born into a family that was not considered, who was an inconvenience. He knows what it is to be from a small town, to be from a poor working-class family. He knows what it is to not be cared about by the government, to not be thought of by local owners. This, I believe, shapes Jesus' life in a powerful way. Because throughout Jesus' life, he knows what it's like to not be included. And throughout Jesus' life, I imagine he looked back and thought about his mother trying to get in, about his father scrambling to find an inn 
or a manger or anywhere. And we see throughout Jesus' life that he is constantly looking to other people who have been left out, the sick, the lonely, the poor, those who the world says, we don't have room for you. He knows that experience, and he knows how it shaped his own childhood and his family. And he is constantly saying, there is room for you. We will make room for you. Amen.